1: Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on v the sports betting network.
4: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. One half of your hosting team, I'm in Vegas. The other half is out in Boston. It's
5: Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Tuesday. Another big day. Today we have Josh Towers in studio. Yep. Can't wait to run down some Major League Baseball games with Josh Towers. Remember, uh, the former Major League Baseball pitcher, not the retired Major League Baseball pitcher. Well, but no, it's really the exciting. other way. He's retired. It's He's the never a former. Yeah, never okay, a former. Okay, true, true. <laughs> okay, I screwed that one up. Let, let's replay. That's a false start by me. But uh, excited to talk to Josh today, and of course, Rich, Looking back toward last night, we got to break down all these games in the NBA. There's another big, you know, Celtics Bucks game tonight. We got another big line freeze here with both uh, the Warriors and the Grizzlies. But one thing from yesterday, of course, Spencer Dinwiddie, he was he didn't want to cover that game for us, Pritch, last mm. night. Could have made that three to cover right. that number. Nonchich 45 points didn't matter. But uh, looking recently and what we've seen in the playoffs thus far, it continues to be very chalky. Remember we had favorites... Uh, off to an incredible start. Dogs started to bark a little bit, and we we're saying, okay, here comes the regression. But over the last nine NBA playoff games, favorites are now 7-2 against the spread. On the playoffs overall, they're 31-22 against the spread, almost 60% overall. So, Pritch, I was hoping uh, that would go, that would fall for Dinwiddie. It didn't come true. Uh, but really chalking the NBA playoffs, it continues to cash, even though you're probably having some of these oddsmakers shade these numbers a little bit toward favorites. Right. It's not mattering. Even with that adjusted total or adjusted number to the Miami Heat, Pritch, You know, the Sixers are battling there for a little bit, then the Heat start to roll. I'm wondering if and when we start to see these dogs to bark because it started off as a chalky playoffs, continues as a chalky playoffs.
4: Well, you know, the the series determines who's the best team. I mean, it's like if you have a one off situation with two teams, okay, sometimes the underdog or the dog will win and, okay, they prevail and move on. But in a series, I mean, really, a lot of times, more than not, it's about the better team. And so, uh, when you look at the Mavs and the Suns, the Mavs just need more production from other guys. Certainly, Luka is going to get his that way. Uh, And I think the Suns are okay with that. But, you know, with the Suns, uh, it's like Booker wasn't even better each time out on the floor. Uh, and then Chris Paul, just ultimate clutch player right there. So we'll see about uh, the game situations with, with the Mavs. Uh, I give them a chance, though. I give them a chance to have a nice showing uh, in this series. The 76ers on the other side, though, without Embiid, man. I mean, the heat, the heat couldn't even execute, really, to start that game. And so they got into a, a flow in the second half for sure. Uh, but their bench and their rotation is just so strong right now for the 76ers.
5: It really is. The updated series price now, Pritch, Miami Heat, minus 650, yep. 76ers here, plus 450. And, you know, this is kind of when it becomes difficult as a better because we were saying, hey, you know, that big line move to toward the Miami Heat, they open as low as, you know, minus four, minus four and a half. You get steamed up all the way to laying a seven and a half. And you're like, okay, if I'm with the public laying the worst of the number, that could be a da- dangerous type proposition when mm-hmm. the Sixers are hanging tough and, you know, in the game, you're saying, okay, inflated line value on the Sixers uh, looks to be decent, you know, so far to start. But But then the Miami Heat pitch, to me, what makes them a really impressive team is their depth. The fact that, you know, they can have guys hurt and they can have, you know, guys go down and the next man up pretty much just goes in there and they don't miss a beat. So very well coached. I'm wondering if Doc Rivers, you know, he seems like he continues to want to play DeAndre uh, Jordan there. I wonder if that's going to be uh, a benefit to the to Spolstra here. I think you need some adjustments. You need Embiid to be uh, to get back here. If not, this is going to be a very, very short series. Mm. Uh, And again, looking at some of these unders, Pritch, you know, that, that total did pick up. 2.8 and a half up to around 2.10. But the Miami Heat have been continuing to cash a lot of unders this playoffs. Happened again last night.
4: Yes, it did. Uh, and certainly uh, covering that number right there, too. Uh, seven and a half is a closing number. Okay, when we went off the air yesterday, uh, apparently DeAndre Hopkins got himself in some trouble. Uh, he's got a six-game suspension. Uh, we talked about the Cardinals already, the Kyler Murray contract situation. It's like, okay, wait a minute, what's uh, what's going on with that organization right now? DeAndre Hopkins suspended for violating the NFL policy, performance-enhancing uh, sub- substances. Here, uh, so that list of uh, potential violations is longer and longer and longer each year. It gets longer each year because just the advancements and uh, guys try to skirt around it. They try to they try to cheat, Josh. That's the only way to say it. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is an older player coming off an injury, and you can see why that happens. Now, I loved his, his uh, statement, very mindful of what I put in my body, and I've always taken a holistic approach, which you can appreciate that, uh, so I'm working with my team to investigate how this could have happened, that kind of thing, but when you see this report, according to the league, uh, Hopkins tested positive for a prohibited substance plus a diuretic or masking uh, agent, uh, he's trying to cheat. Uh, There's no way around that. Right. And I mean, as an older player, I get it. I appreciate that, too. You're trying to stay young if you can or recover. Uh, And that's the that's the biggest factor for a player getting up in age is recovery. Uh, So he's going to get suspended. He's not going to appeal six games. Uh, Your thoughts on a mess with Kyler Murray and now DeAndre Hopkins
5: with this Cardinals football team. So it's funny, Pritch, how, you know, Jekyll and Hyde back and forth, you know, your perception of a team can be, because remember last year, you know, Arizona, they start seven and oh, they're, you know, you're mm-hmm. one seed to begin the year and you're saying, okay, Kyler Murray, top pick Kingsbury's turning it around. But then of course they really stumble down the stretch They go four and six, you finish 11 and six overall, you really get rolled there in the playoff game. And now you're dealing with, uh, you know, an exodus of players, you know, you're not going to have Chandler Jones. Yeah. You had to give up a first round pick to bring in Marquise Brown to me. And now you're going to lose, you know, your best wide receiver, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. NFL uh, for, for six games. And the fact that he's not going to appeal Pritch that tells me, you know, he can say, you know, I have no idea what happened, but if you're not going (laughs) to appeal, I think, you know, I think that's reading between the lines. It's almost like Manny Ramirez or some of these guys that are on the Mitchell report in baseball. It's the masking agent that gets you in trouble. It's not always, you know, whether it's a steroid or HGH or who knows, I know Rodney Harrison got in trouble. He had, you know, delivered to his house one time, Mm -hmm. you know, the Peyton Manning, uh, sent it to his wife at his house. So you deal with this a lot in pro sports, but I'm just, uh, to me, the Arizona Cardinals are trending in the wrong direction. Yeah. You, you really tail off last year. You're missing a bunch of guys. You, it's, it feels like a desperation move bringing in Marquise uh, Brown. And now you're going to have to deal with a lot of this contract stuff with Kyler Murray all throughout the year. Right. To me, it's a bad sign. It's a bad feel for this Arizona Cardinals team. This could disintegrate and kind of get bad, ugly, uh, quick here. And Pritch, I, I just dialed up DraftKings in terms of their futures odds and a lot of their win totals. It's a nine right now for Arizona. Mm. So you go 11 and six last year. Now it's a nine, but it's under minus 120. The over's even money. The odds makers are telling you they expect Arizona to take a step back here. I'd lean under nine. I think this is the kind of team that, was teetering even when they were playing well you felt like there was a shoe to drop Uh, I'm down on this team right now I'd lean under nine wins next year I
4: hear you right there the schedule release coming up uh, May 12th too okay let's bring in our guest uh, retired MLB pitcher MLB analyst here at VSYN as well as Josh Towers welcome to the show how are you
6: you guys brought me in too quick man I'm over here looking at some games getting excited with some of the stats I'm looking at time out you're good no more time out Uh, also you know the the crazy thing about that Mitchell report is it was back when so one they came in our locker rooms and mm-hmm. said, hey, listen, we're going to test for steroids coming up. Uh, so anybody who's taking steroids, stop. And then, <laughs> Okay, really? <laughs> true story. MLB okay. comes in and they say, listen, if, if there was, was like a 2.5% uh, percent grace period, but like if under 5% or over 5%, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So basically under 2.5% of us, if we tested positive for steroids again, they would never test again. That was it. Was written in our rule, but if over five percent tested positive, then we're going to test forever. We like say a little gray area, and we couldn't even stay off of steroids for one season mm. as Major League Baseball players, so that we can take it forever afterwards. Um, and they came in and warned us, and they told right. us so. 2002 was the year. Like this is the year we're going to test. So just get off. And so we saw that list. So when you know when we say the Mitchell report and we and we, we do this stuff like. A lot of people who were on that list were like, Well, you know, everybody else will probably get off of so I'll be okay and I'll take it for this one year. And then if you're on a contract year, you were gonna take it anyways. Mm-hmm. The the real stuff, Josh, on that is look at all the guys who got popped after the fact. Um, the man, he was hiding stuff after the fact that was a, a female something thing. Like, so those, when you do see that, you know, that it's real, you know, that I was trying to do something, something shady, but anything on that mitsa report, it's, you can just throw that away. Cause it was irrelevant to the, the real testing and what I'm trying to hide. Mm-hmm. We were still cool to take it. Hmm.
5: No, I'm with you, Josh, and we might need some steroids back in baseball because these unders continue to cash. Give me some offense. Unders now in the year, 58%. You'd be up over, I think, uh, $100 bet. would be up almost $3,000 betting all these unders. But, Josh, I want to get your take on one game that really caught my eye, Cincinnati and Milwaukee. Now, the Reds are god-awful. We all know that. The worst record in Major League Baseball, 3-19. and The worst run differential, like minus uh, 65 but, Josh, how do you handle it when, like, a team that looks terrible, you don't want to touch, has a little line movement in their favor? You know, you did see today the Reds. Maybe it was just saying, hey, the Reds are terrible, but that line was a bit high. They opened, like, plus 225. They're down to plus 200. I just, you know, said, hey, I'll, I'll bet the Brewers today, and if we lose to a 3-19 and team, you know, I'll tip my cap. But what do you think about the Reds all year long? Are they a bet against team? Are they going to maybe get it together a little bit later? Or is it, hey, you know, when the going's good, just keep betting against the Reds?
6: Yeah, they listen. They gutted the whole team, and the whole team is is different. Tyler May has been really, really good as a baseball player. And again, last year, this team would have been in the postseason. I mean, this kid was thirteen and six last year with a three seven five, and this year it's slightly different. When you watch the rest of your team uh, not perform, not show up, uh, not give effort, it starts to affect you whether you want to admit that um, or not. Just trying to bring in his game log, so. He, he's still pretty good. He had the roughed-up one against L.A., the Dodgers. Um, and then against Cincinnati, he had one where it didn't quite go his way, but it wasn't bad. Past that, like, no-earned runs, two-earned runs, and three-earned runs, St. Louis, San Diego, and Atlanta. So he he still has the ability to do well. Like, if you're going to mess with him and these guys, I think maybe you take a first five on, on – I'm not saying this particular game, but maybe that's what we consider with Tyler Maley because – it's the team. It's nine innings. Mm-hmm. It's there's there's nobody there that's that's really saying, hey, we're we're, we're going to try to finish this off. We want to try to win these games, um, and I'm not going as a pitcher. I'm not going seven, eight, or nine anyways. and don't let me. So I, I would look more if I'm messing with Cincinnati in the first five, especially on a guy like Tyler May, who I think is really good, who might end up being traded at some point. Right. So he's playing for another team as well. Brandon Woodruff, you guys know my take. It doesn't change. He's good, he's good, and they expect to win, and so they don't give very much run support, right? So I'm not in love with jumping on um – it's not a, a 3 and 16. It's almost like a, yep. a, a, a 100% play against, but it's tough in the situation.
4: Yeah, de- definitely Probably tough. Good money uh, on yep. $9.99 for our Kentucky Derby betting guide. You got to get to vcent.com slash derby guide. Get there now for all the information you need to bet the Kentucky Derby coming up this weekend. We continue with Josh Towers in studio, at Major League Baseball. That's next.
2: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that? A myth. On Death of an Artist Season 2, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: The Sports Betting Network.
4: Hey everybody, it's time to get into Betim Gym Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. Gym is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM Casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM. Dot com for terms and conditions, must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, and Josh Towers, MLB analyst, retired MLB pitcher in studio with us right now. Um so just Cy Young, interesting odds, because I, we, I mentioned this to you before. I thought Scherzer, the way that he is as a pitcher, um, uh, the, the, the path for him is pretty nice. Uh, he's plus 550, but you got Burns at plus 550, uh, Rodon at plus 600. He's got a big game. He's pitching in. Uh, and then Woodruff. You were just mentioning Woodruff in a previous yeah. segment, too, 15-1. Uh, so far into the season, about a month in, what are you thinking about the Cy Young at this point?
6: Uh, it kind of goes back to what we talked about preseason. You're going to find good numbers on everybody eventually, mm-hmm. and so just look for that. Like I don't, I would love to see the numbers this the, before the season started. After looking at these, um, the Corbin Burns thing still throws me off. I still personally don't feel like he was the winner last year, so I think it's there's too much in in that. Like we're giving too much. There's not a value in Corbin Burns. The yeah. Carlos Verdone thing again. Very impressed with him, right? Yeah. He, he was not on a team, guys, last year. Mm-hmm. He had nowhere to go, and the White Sox brought him back as like, eh, we need somebody, you know what, here's a minor league-type deal. And it woke him up. He was rushed to the big leagues like a lot of guys. It was a high-round draft pick, a lot of stuff put on Carlos. Um, he just wasn't any good. But, again, when I'm handed stuff mm-hmm. and I don't earn it, it changes things. Everything was taken away from Carlos, And he was humbled really, really fast. And we saw what he did last year. And now to see him go to San Francisco on a whole new team, got a couple bucks, he's doing it again? Like that wake-up call was real. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Again, you got to tell people no at times. You have to. Like you can't just continue to hand out stuff no matter what it feels. I love what he's doing in an amazingly – Beautiful and pitcher-friendly ballpark. He has 23 innings. He only's given up 11 hits. We know he's a strikeout guy. He's got 38 of those as well. He's controlled his walks. Like if if he can get innings, that's a guy that like my eye has to be on. Mm -hmm. Like because he's figured something out. He has plenty of experience. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, Max again should have walked away. Could easily have walked away with the last year. So he's always on it. So we have to find the right numbers on him, and then everybody else. I'm not saying Redone's definitely going to win it, but it's looking at the list. Like, there's a lot of coin flips, right? And it's going to come down to the last month. Look at guys who are allowed to pitch, guys who are going to make five starts in September, guys who are allowed to go seven innings at times, guys that the team is going to count on are very, very important to this race because September is vital to the Cy Young. Uh, determination, and I can't have a guy that's going four innings, it's not going to work. He's not going to win. right? So a Pavo Lopez or somebody like that who's awesome, um, probably no matter how good he does the first three months, it's, it's going to be very difficult right.
5: for him to win it. Josh, I'd love to get your take on a big matchup here. Uh, the Southsiders against the Northsiders here, Chicago, the Cubbies and the White Sox. Both teams are 9-13 right now. White Sox obviously dealing with a lot of injuries, but they have Michael Kopeck on the bump here. Part of that Chris Sale Yuan Mancata deal. He's kind of showing the kind of showing the promise that you know really build him as a top prospect. 19 innings pitch. He's got a 1.42 ERA. He's going up against Smiley today. I have a lot of system matches on the White Sox. It's not a huge line move, Josh. They open around, you know, minus 130, minus 135. They've kind of stayed there, but the White Sox since a lefty since 2020 they're 43 and 18 70 percent and non-division road favorites this year are 39 and 13 75 percent so any love for the white Sox here or do you think maybe the cubbies at home by the way wind is howling in you've seen this total drop uh is there a love for the cubs or josh do you like copeck in this matchup
6: I mean, I like what Kopech's done. He's not going to go past five innings. So the bullpen has got to be rested. Uh, I think they won three nothing. So I'm going to assume Dylan sees through well yesterday. Yeah, Graveman and Hendricks pitched as well. Dylan sees, by the way, looks awesome. And if that guy has if, if by any chance sliver, he puts it together where he had his hiccups last year. He's on that conversation for the Cy Young in that division as well. Um, Kopech's not going to go in more than five. We're babying him for sure all year. I can't risk this kid getting injured, especially with everything else I have going on. So you got to factor that in, knowing the bullpen's going to probably pick up four. Um, Drew Smiley, it's easy to overlook the Cubs. It's easy to overlook Drew as well. But he's been great. His only bad game, again, was worth Pittsburgh. But, listen, it's easy to take those days off. He threw well on the road um At Colorado, at Atlanta, and even on pit on opening day, so it's not a walk in the park for the White Sox. Uh, with that said, I, the team's too inconsistent for me, man. Mm-hmm. They're both like not playing well. I think they're both like three and seven in their last ten or whatever it is. Um, the White Sox lineup's always different. I got AJ Pollock hitting third. That's not a good look for them. So I I, I can't I, I don't rush to bet this team. What's uh what's the okay, is that the price right there? So, look, minus 132, it's not really a road game, but yep. it is, I guess. Um, if you said the wind's howling in, keep in mind the White Sox rely on hitting home runs where the Cubs don't. So, if they're going to try to back leg some stuff and the ball's not flying, I think that's has guy that favors the Cubs a little bit as well. So, um, I'm not in love with, 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 with betting this game, mm-hmm. but I, I, I think that... I kind of favor the Cubs at a plus money at home, right. but I'm not in love with it.
4: You know, Josh uh, Towers, early on in the season, I'm looking for betting angles. I got a portfolio going. The Padres are inside my portfolio. Clevenger, pitching against his former team uh, after Tommy John's surgery. Um, right now, San Diego, too, they're on a, what, 7-3 and three win streak uh, last 10 games. Uh, minus Uh 136. Uh, when this guy is pitching for the first time since 2020, uh, right? And, and then, you know, you look at Cleveland and how they're hitting the ball several players over 300. So from a pitching standpoint, take us on the mound, if you will, with, with Clevenger, and then also from a betting standpoint, they're minus 136 here for, for this start.
6: Yeah, protection again, right? Again, uh, they're not going he's not going deep. Okay. By any means, he's not going deep. Clevenger, um, it, it – Even though I go get my minor league work in, et cetera, and I'm ready to play. Mm -hmm. Again, we talked about a pre-flop on the show. It's adrenaline. Everything cranks in. It's different. Like, I can throw 84 between innings as hard as I can. The moment you put a hitter in the game, it's 93 right out of the gate. I couldn't do it, right? It changes the game for us. Clevenger's legit. This team is 15-8, and and their offense isn't even in full effect yet. Like, we don't even know what their offense is. We still don't have Tatis back. Mm -hmm. Uh, This team was always built on pitching and pitching's it, and we're still a little bit not – um, we don't have everybody consistently as well. And now to get this dude back, like, don't rush him, and they won't. To, for this team to be 15-8, and eight, I'm getting club back. I don't have Tatis and some other guys. Like, this team becomes arguably the most dangerous team in baseball, and they got a new manager that's player-friendly who lets us do our jobs. Like, I'm telling you, the Padres, as much as I loved them last year in the past, this team became real, real quick. So Clevenger is a big piece to this. They have to keep him healthy. He won't go very much. Eight innings pitched in the minor leagues pre-flop to get ready for this, y'all. 15 Ks and no walks. So if there's a dude that's ready to go, it's him. But we might not only see him go four innings today, maybe okay. five. It would be great. So you're betting the bullpen again. So you got to look at the bullpens for both these teams the last few days, see where they're at, who's healthy, who's in the game, who's available, and that's really what you're gonna bet. You got a good team, rolling, um, and a pitcher that they're excited to have back. I was impressed with those those numbers. The 15 Ks and no walks. It's easy to walk guys in the minor leagues. It really is. When I'm working on stuff, I'm getting ready. Um, I, I thought Clevenger was on another level. I, I thought that the trade for him was a phenomenal trade. They gave up a lot to get him. The kid they gave up just got a major extension as well in Cleveland. So uh, I'm super excited for them to have him back. I'm not rushing to go lay the number because on the flip side we have Plesak. Um Is it Plesak? Yep. They said right? Okay, yeah. He's pretty good. This team's pretty good. Um, the Guardians really shouldn't be dogs at home to too many teams. So again, the most important thing, again I'll repeat with this, cuz go look at the bullpen for the Padres and see who's available, who's healthy, do they have everybody and let that factor in, in your decision. It's also his uh, jo- former team, by the way.
5: Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, Josh, I'd love to go all these games with you, but one more, I got to get your mm-hmm. take on Yankees and the Toronto Blue Jays. Alec Manoa has been great this year, 4-0, 1.44 ERA. What's notable is the public is hammering the Blue Jays today. I guess okay. that's not notable because they're you know a very uh, you know lovable team with their bats and everything, but the Yankees have won 10 straight, and you actually have seen this line wow. drop a little bit toward the Yankees. Toronto opened like minus 140. They're down to minus 130. Looks like some money coming in on New York. Any reason to like the Yankees here, Josh? You're getting plus money. They've won 10 straight. You're road division. Dog, your take on this game?
6: Yeah, my take on this game is is we've all talked about it. Uh, maybe the Yankees have finally internally discussed this that they are not a hitting team. They are built on pitching and pitching only, and that's what's driving them to this record and to this success. Um, imagine if they actually could hit, what, what that would do for them. Uh, the kid pitching for the Yankees has just been he's been phenomenal. Alex Minel has been phenomenal. Um, I'm trying to think I had some notes written on him, but he doesn't, he's given up like zero or one, I think it is, like very limited in in a lot of his games. Um, so it's easy to back him right now. I I thought he would have a little hiccup being second year. It's easy to back him. Tyone uh, struggled a little bit in that that Oriole game. He's never going to really go past five anyways. Another bullpen game that you have to factor in, but Alex Pinola will go seven if he's dealing. So let me see the numbers. Okay, so the Blue Jays at home, I think that's a fair line. I would look to favor Toronto in this situation. They don't fear the Yankees no more.
4: They, they don't. They don't feel, fear anybody in that division for sure. Mm-mm. Outstanding information, Josh thanks Towers. Thanks a lot for your time Appreciate today. Uh, Josh Applebaum, we'll get to the NBA some serious prices updates. Uh, that's coming up next.
1: This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSense, the Sports Betting Network. Zen Nicotine
4: Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and are made with food-grade ingredients. Just open the child restraint lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths. 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction, 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit zyn.com, that's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And so, Josh. Uh, outstanding baseball discussion right there. We carried over to the break. Uh, but we'll get back to some baseball in a minute. But I want to uh, break down these uh, and preview these NBA games. You're out in your woods, uh, the Bucks and the Celtics. Uh, Celtics, I don't know, they're licking their wounds out there. I mean, everybody's making excuses about these injuries right now. It's playoff time. Suck it up, right? Celtics, be tough out there. I mean, they're going to need Marcus Smart. Uh, absolutely play at a high level. They're going to need Brown not to grab his hamstring and and play at a high level against the defending champions. Looking at a line right now, um, Boston's minus five.
5: Boston's minus five, 215. I'm seeing a 215.5 as well. So first off, Pritch, doesn't this line seem fishy? Why are the okay. Celtics favored and why is this line so high? That's the first direction that I'll go with this. So before we do a full breakdown, interesting to note on the series price, Boston actually closed a minus 200 favorite at most shops. Down one nothing in the series. You're now Boston plus 105. You have Milwaukee minus 125. So if you think the Celtics, you know, can maybe put that bad you know opening game behind them and get back in the series. You're getting a team plus 105 that we thought was minus 200 or at least you know favored uh, by a bigger degree going into it. So maybe you buy a buy low spot on Boston plus 105 series price. Now, Pritch, uh, this to me shapes up to be a really, really sharp play that you really hate and you got to put on the hazmat suit for but I'll back the Boston Celtics here. Yes, I'm a Celtics fan, but I would kind of say the same thing no matter who's in this type of situation. Number one, it's a fishy number. Milwaukee wins, yet they're getting five points here. You're seeing across the market about two-thirds of bets rushing to the window as fast as they can to grab Giannis and grab the points here. But what's happened with the number Pritch? It's gone further to the Celtics. Celtics actually open around a four-point favorite or four-and-a-half-point favorite for this game. They're up to minus five. So if a big majority of bets are grabbing the bucks and the points here, then shouldn't this line be falling down to, you know, three and a half, three, two and a half? It's not, it's actually going the other way. So this is one of those, you know, ultimate odds makers taking a position type game where they're taking in all this, you know, money on, coming in here on the bucks, a lot of recreational support, uh, at, you know, going into it. I think a lot of public betters were a little worried by missing Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. Well, all those worries are kind of gone now after you see what happened in game one, Marcus Smart should play. But the other thing is Pritch, like Jalen Brown and Tatum, you know, they both went well, well below uh, their season average for points. So I expect a bounce back performance out of them. And again, this is one of those plays if the Bucs win or cover, you're like, you know, the odds makers are so stupid. What are they doing setting such a high number? But it tells me they're taking a position. The fact that majority bets are on the Bucs, yet the line's moving to the Celtics. This looks like a fade the trendy dog play to me. This looks like a reverse line move on a contrarian favorite. I would look to the Celtics tonight. Mm-hmm. The play I really like though, Pritch. Is the over? It actually got bet up a little bit. 214.5, 215, up to two fifteen and a half. And when I opened up my Twitter this morning, Pritch, I saw a flood of of just a bunch of posts about the Bucks and their unders. The Bucks unders are six and zero this playoffs. So, if everyone's jumping onto this Bucs 6-0 to the under, then why did the total rise? You almost have a contrarian overplay here as well. Only 47% bets, but 70% money on the over. So, I'll go Celtics, and I'll take the over in this one, Pritch. I think it's time for some regression and time for to get a Bucks over to hit.
4: Okay, out here at the South Point, it's 216. Uh, talking about that total right now, too, Ooh, with the moving, Celtics Pritch. and the It's still moving, right? But uh, I agree with that. I, I think this game needs to go over. I mean, the Bucks. Uh, they are dangerously close to having the script reversed on them, meaning, OK, they just played the Nets. What happened against the Nets? The Nets weren't physical. The Nets were intimidated. Uh, they were worried about the size uh, of the Celtics there. OK, that's what the Celtics look like uh, against the Bucks right now in that game one anyway. Uh, Tatum will get his. I'm worried about Brown, though. I'm worried about him not being ready for this moment. Now he should be. Uh, they're going to need him. We know the Bucks are going to be ready. They're defending champions, right? And, okay, you're going to get some contribution. Holiday is going to be there for those guys, even though Milton's out. Uh, but I want to see the Celtics uh, assert themselves the way that a lot of people are expecting them to, uh, meaning, okay, the playoffs, don't be intimidated out there. Uh, attack the rim. Get Giannis in foul trouble. Well, you, there's nothing wrong with that. Attack that size. And certainly Tatum will be able to do that, but I'm worried about Brown, you know, clutching his leg and not wanting to play that type of game.
5: I'm worried about that too, Pritch. But I think you know we're going to lo- learn a lot about the Celtics tonight. If this is the team that you know really we think that they are. And you okay. have you know you're pretty much you know mired in mediocrity for over two years. Then for every, for whatever reason, I keep going back to Kendrick Perkins calling him out on Twitter, uh-huh. Pritch. You want to get to millennial athletes these days? That's how you can you know you know rile them up and get them and get them you know back in gear. But all jokes aside, the Celtics team pretty much since Christmas has been a completely different team than we've, we've been right. accustomed to last few years. So now you're sh- seeing some adversity. You're in the playoffs. You're down 0 1. You had a, and I'm not going to say it was an easy time against the Nets because you only win, uh, you sweep them, but you only win by a combined 18 points the whole game, the whole series. I think we're going to learn if this is the team that we expect them to be. If you expect the Celtics to make a big run in the playoffs, which you know going into the series I thought that they would, then this is your time right now to take this game. And maybe that's why we're seeing a lot of this reverse line movement to Boston, where again public's all over the Bucks, but the line's going further to the Celtics. Maybe this is that spot where you know they've been hit with some adversity. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's show up and be the team that we expect to be. So again, I think we learn a lot about Boston. Time. Yeah, absolutely, learned a lot too about
4: Memphis. So much so I took them. I bet them plus two. Uh Josh. Um uh they're catching two points against Golden State. Uh 27 and a half uh, is the total in this game. Uh, are you betting on this game?
5: Uh, I am Pritch. I actually'm gonna walk the tire up. I gotta play on both the side and the total in this one. And congrats yep. uh getting the points in that first one, Pritch. You probably should have won outright. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you can get that that last second layup. But uh to me, Pritch, it's very similar to that first game. Now, I'm a little hesitant because, you know, obviously you get Draymond ejected and, you know, there's some things that really didn't go your way there. Or maybe you feel like you got a little bit lucky covering the number with the Grizzlies, even though they probably should have won. But same sort of thing. This is your most lopsided game tonight, Pritch. Almost two-thirds of bets are laying the points with the Warriors. I think anytime you throw out the Warriors and anything like under a minus five, it's an automatic run as fast as you can to to the ticket window and just go lay the points. But, again, we're looking at kind of a line freeze here, Pritch. A lot of these books open Warriors laying two. Even though they're getting a big majority of bets, the line has stayed at two. It's even briefly dipped to one and a half, uh, you know, briefly at some shops throughout the day. So my play here is, you know, I'm going to wait this thing out a little bit. I think by the time you get to 9.30 p.m., Pritch, you're going to get a lot of people coming home from work and saying, hey, I want to bet the Warriors tonight. So I'm wondering if if we reach two and a half. Prior to tip-off, but even if we don't, so I'm waiting for a plus two and a half Grizzlies. If I don't get a Pritch, I'll take the plus two tonight, and I'll also look out for another over opportunity. It opened at two twenty-six. It's up to two twenty-seven and a half. And Pritch, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go a whole show without mentioning this. Guess who one of the referees is tonight. For the Warriors and the Grizzlies, Scott Foster. Scott Foster, notorious to the over around fifty-five percent. I like a high-scoring game here. Public's actually leaning under, yet this total rose. I think we get another another high-scoring game here, and I think the Grizzlies maybe win it or or cover this number.
4: Yeah, I'm looking for the Grizzlies to to cover this um, for sure. Uh, in fact, maybe win it, like you said. I mean, uh, Bain is not going to score nine points. He's I mean, he's got to get better. He's got to shoot it better. I get that, but uh, and then also the, the fact that Memphis had a chance to win it. Right When pull and credit to Kerr for keeping pressure off of pool, uh, coming off the bench now, but they're doing a great job of managing that situation for that player who's turning into an outstanding player, obviously. Uh, but I think if you're the Memphis Grizzlies and, and you come up short the way that you did, uh, you know an impassioned effort, certainly better effort on the perimeter if you can defend a little bit better, uh, and then get to what you do, scoring in the paint, creating, also out in transition, run the Warriors up and down that floor. Last time I checked, Curry's up there and, and age. I mean, none, nobody could run with jaw anyway. Uh, so I expect the Grizzlies to kind of uh, get back to that mode, you know, consistently uh, throughout this contest.
5: I do too Pritch and again if you think the Grizzlies can maybe win this thing tonight get back into it right now they're plus 350 on the series mm-hmm. price Golden State minus 450 so again I think that when you're when you're either holding something in pocket prior to a series starting and you have your series bet then you look at it and you say hey you know do I want to maybe buy low on a team do I want to uh, continue to you know maybe strengthen my position on a futures bet something to look out for again if you like Memphis plus 350 who knows that could be your best number if, if they end up winning tonight and just to that total Pritch you know we scored two. 233 points combined in game one. This one here, only 53% of bets on the over, but it accounts for 63% of the money at BetMGM. So right. 50-50, a line shouldn't move at all. We're seeing this thing tick up, 226 to and a half. Tells me you got some bigger wagers here sweating it over, so I'll be hoping for a high-scoring game
4: tonight. Yeah, that series pricing update, too. I mean, the Celtics, we have on the board at plus 110 uh, if they can <laughs> find their way. But the Grizzlies you just mentioned, we earlier it was plus 400. Is it? Are you seeing that change now?
5: Uh so plus 350 is the latest I okay, saw Pritch, right. and Golden State minus 450 okay. but again I think you you know we all wish we had that crystal ball that biff tan and <laughs> almanac bridge but to me it's if you can maybe kind of anticipate with the way a line may or the way a game may play out then it answers the question hey if I want to get down on the series price should I bet it now cuz it might get worse or wait because it might get better Yeah
4: I was waiting for intel from game 1 2 Suns and Mavs um Suns minus 475 now for that series uh, Mavs plus 350 still waiting I for some more intel
5: <laughs> yeah I expect the Mavs to make a little bit of a series pitch but okay. I would say minus six right now Suns next game tomorrow yeah 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 I'm worried about
4: the Mavs a little bit not worried about one player I'm worried about the team uh, with the Mavs uh against the Suns in that matchup okay uh we're gonna get to best bets and that includes hockey playoffs are here that's coming up next
3: Betting across
1: America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSense, the Sports Betting Network.
4: New customers can discover Betmgm, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSEN200 when you place your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Visit Betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old uh, to wager. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in the Mississippi or Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's betting across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so Josh, this is betting across America. And certainly we pride ourselves with news and information. Uh, So maybe some
5: news for, for betters out there that you just uh, came across. Yeah, some huge news here, Pritch. So some smaller news was Maine went legal today to, yeah. to legalize betting. They became the 34th state in America. Lowly little Maine, Pritch. Don't sleep on them. The <laughs> no. Maine Red Claws are up there, the Celtics G League affiliate. It's beautiful if you ever go up the coast, get okay. a lobster roll. But the big news, Pritch, this just broke kind of pretty much halfway through our show, California. California is considered the holy grail of legalized sports betting in America, the biggest state in the country, almost 40 million people, by far the most populous, countless pro and college teams. Well, guess what? Behind the scenes, there's been a ballot drive trying to get over a million ballots so that uh, you can get legalized sports betting on the ballot this November the 2022 election. Well, guess what? This was uh, kind of backed by some huge operators here, BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, uh, Penn as well. They got the signatures they needed. They got 100 uh, 1.6 million. They needed a little less than a million. So you're going to probably have some of these thrown out, but it looks like they got the amount of signatures th- uh, that they needed. And now, Pritch, what does this mean? It means that this fall you're setting up for a huge vote whether you're republican democrat independent whether you hate politics altogether pritch you may want to vote in this election upcoming this fall because now it's going to be decided up to the people whether or not to legalize betting in california and if they say yes and if that happens pritch talk about an absolute sea change here for legalized betting this is great news if you live in california again they got the signatures they needed This fall, get ready, Pritch, if you want to see legalized betting, it is now in your hands as a citizen to go vote yes this fall. Well,
4: that is outstanding news right there. I mean, California, Texas, Florida, certainly, I mean, looking forward to all those states, Uh, your state as well, uh, (laughs) too, right? And and so uh, I think when you look around um, and information we see, whether you follow Ben Fox on Twitter, which you should, uh, all the information uh, that you can just gather in terms of uh, what it could do for these states and for from a sports betting standpoint it's been fantastic you can see why these major sports leagues are partnering up with the sports betting industry it's 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 insane uh the amount of growth that's going on with uh, with sports betting right now
5: it really is and talk about you know just a massive sea change pitch like 2018 we see paspa overturned mm-hmm. prior to that you always heard integrity of the game integrity of the game <laughs> the children all these reasons <laughs> sure. to never uh, to never legalize betting right. well guess what We've been legal since 2018. We're up to 34 states. The sky hasn't fallen. And now these states, whether, again, you're red, you're blue, you're somewhere in the middle, it's kind of to a point where it's like, hey, all this money is on the table. Mm -hmm. You would kind of be a fool not to be a part of it. So, uh, again, California, huge news. Hopefully this fall they vote yes. And, Pritch, if so, we're going to take a trip to California. It is going to be awesome. Uh, Yes, it
4: will be. Absolutely. There you go, Josh Applebaum. Outstanding um, news right there. Uh, And well said by you. Okay, the NHL playoffs uh, are here, Josh. Uh, Series prices um, right now, just going to run through them. The Panthers, uh, minus 340 uh, versus the Capitals. Uh, The Rangers, minus 115 uh, versus the Penguins. The Avs, minus 650. Uh, against the Predators to Flames, you see them on the board, and the Hurricanes as well. Uh, Starting with the Avs at minus 650, you know, when you look on the list here, you got Tampa Bay at plus 175 in their first series. You know, it's interesting because there's no pressure on the three-peat, maybe amongst themselves, but there's pressure on the Avs because of the way that they've tapped out. The last couple of years and they got the best team. We know they got the most talent and the best team It's just, are they tough enough uh, to go through the NHL playoffs? So from a series standpoint, uh, opening around here, Josh, I don't know if there's any pricing that stands out to you. I'm not touching mine 650. I still want some intel on the abs, uh, but any other teams or any other series that you're looking at here?
5: So the abs are interesting Pritch because if you just cover up the actual odds and you look at the percentages they have a really good bet first dollar split they're only getting at BetMGM 59% of bets but 90% of money that's why you've seen such a big move in their favor but to your point really they're not worth betting because it's such a high number you have Mm. to risk so much to get so little in return that really the juice isn't worth the squeeze there so I think if you want to back Colorado you're looking at you know maybe a sweep you're looking at you know winning in you know four or five games you're looking at a you know minus one and a half spread here on the series price that's where I would be looking toward, to me, Pritch, you're looking at a couple teams that got fell down 1-0 yesterday. So, you know, the Oilers, who lost to the Kings last night, they could be a buy-low spot. They were like minus 200 going into that series. The Bruins actually were kind of a pick type number. Now you're getting a little more plus money. They're down 1-0. And Tampa Bay as well. I'm starting to say, maybe the Leafs, maybe this <laughs> is their year. Obviously, after last night, right? I still think of the Leafs as, you know, the choke artist that they've been in the last few <laughs> years. But if you want to get Tampa Bay, you're buying low after a loss last yeah. night. Rich, to me, it's more individual betting. It's not like the NBA where a lot of these series prices were bettable, like minus 150, minus 200, minus 175. You have such high numbers here that I'm actually kind of leading my bankroll to these individual games and bypassing a lot of these numbers that are too high to bet for the series.
4: Yeah, I mean, individual games are ready to go. I mean, you got so much. You let yet to be determined here when it comes to playoff hockey. I mean, it, it turns into a different game, as you know. Uh, and certainly from a betting standpoint, I want more Intel like I, I can look at the abs and say yes they're the best team uh, right now on the ice but they got they got to put it together you know they, they got to stay together too I mean I think there's a lot of pressure if you read some of the comments from these guys there's a lot of pressure and they're fully aware uh, of the last couple of seasons for that for that uh, hockey team the hockey club out there in Colorado so um I, more intel for me here with the uh, NHL and the playoffs just beginning here. Tampa Bay again, to pressure off of them from a three piece standpoint, but they're 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 just they're different though. I mean, I'm still catching up on Tampa Bay, uh, but plus 175. Are you looking at that at all?
5: I would look Tampa Bay to maybe okay. buy low and get back in this series, Pritch. Again, because this is a team that has been through the rigors of so many you know huge cup runs. They've mm-hmm. won two in a row. You haven't seen a three Pete, I think, since the Mike Bossy days of, right. of the New York Islanders back in the day. So, again, this is a team that's very mentally tough. I, I wouldn't dismiss them down 1 0. I would say, though, Pritch, you know, one thing that we saw come true yesterday, we mentioned it briefly on the show, mm-hmm. is a lot of these dogs, when you get to the playoffs, like all my, pretty much all my betting systems throughout the regular season were favorite based. Favorites had a fantastic year. They cashed around 65% of the time. But you get to the playoffs, some dogs start to bark. So, if you look at dogs since 2016 in the Stanley Cup playoffs, they're twenty. 26 and 252, only 47% uh, win rate here. But because of the plus money, you actually have a return on investment of around 20%. So you saw it come true yesterday where you go two and two with these dogs, but you get the blues to hit as a dog. Really the big one for dog betters was the LA Kings last night. They were like plus 170, Pritch. So uh, again, don't be afraid to lean more to some dogs right now. I didn't have a ton of dogs that caught my eye today, Pritch. My favorite bet tonight is going to be the New York Rangers. The Rangers, to me, are the play of the day in the NHL. They open around minus 120. They've been steamed up to around minus 140 against the Pittsburgh Penguins big goalie advantage here for New York. They have Shesterkin in net, who's probably going to win the Vezina against Casey DeSmith, who's the backup for Pittsburgh. Tristan Jari, their starter, he's hurt here. Uh, and you also have the Rangers, who've had the number here of the of the uh, the Penguins this year. The 3-1 against the Penguins. Starting goalies out for the Penguins. I like the Rangers to take Game 1 tonight. I think that price is a little bit low. I laid, it was a little bit earlier today, I think got minus 132 with the Rangers.
4: Okay, and that's the information you can get on the Josh Applebaum Market Insights podcast, which I highly recommend. And then also Major League Baseball. I know some best bets are on your podcast about Major League Baseball. I'm betting the Giants uh, against the Dodgers. They're plus 128, uh, seven uh, the total. Uh, I I just love what uh, Rodon's doing right now. He's He's had eight strikeouts in his first, eight strikeouts or more in his first four starts of the year. He's striking out people. And talking to Josh Towers a little bit earlier. Okay, when you have a pitcher dealing like that, uh, locked in. Now again, it goes to bullpen. I get that too. Uh, against a potent lineup, uh, and certainly the Dodgers have that. Uh, but what Rodon's doing right now is incredible. So plus 128 in uh, this rivalry situation between that divisional foes right there, the Giants and the Dodgers.
5: I'm with you, Pritch. To me, it's a Giants or nothing here. You got a great matchup, Rodon and Urias, two good lefties here. But kind of when you kind of layer in, you know, reasons to bet a game, there's a lot of reasons like San Fran here. Number one, line movement. You actually had the Dodgers open around minus 150. They're all the way down to around minus 140, minus 135. So you've seen this this number get adjusted in favor of the Giants. That's notable because – Pritch, it doesn't matter. You know, if they're home, road, away, it does not matter. You get the giant, you get the Dodgers with so much public support every single night whenever they take the field. They're again getting around sixty percent of bets tonight. Yet that line has fallen. You have a road divisional dog. You don't have the, the high total, but to me, you're going San Fran or nothing here, and I'll be rooting for everyone on San Fran tonight. One of my favorite plays, Pritch, Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to go Miami Fish here tonight. You have Rodgers against Castellanos. Arizona snuck out, uh, kind of squeaked away a win yesterday, 5-4 game. But Miami's had a huge move in their favor tonight, minus 155, all the way close to around minus 190. And one system that's done very well this year, Pritch, non-division home favorites. They're 62%, about a 3% return on investment. I'll be sweating Miami tonight.
4: How about Miami? Uh, nice job right there. Seven and three in the last ten. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Uh, great job. Great information too on California, Josh.
5: I appreciate it, Prich. Let's go to Hollywood. Let's go bet on some sports this fall.
4: <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> Be careful where you go in Hollywood, though. That'll do it for us. Uh, the Edge, come up next.